You're listening to What The Flux. This is Brett. And this is Justin. And it's Thursday, the 23rd of January. Good morning, Justin. A Japanese supermarket chain has said they're changing their sushi strategy to be eco-certified only in the lead up to the Tokyo Olympics because they know what tourists want. Brett, Akon, the man behind the song Smackdown. Oh, I've heard this one. He is starting his own city in Senegal. It's called Akon City, and the best part about it, building a new cryptocurrency called the Acoin. Now, for our first story today, Uber has sold Uber Eats in India to its arch rival Zamato. Uber Eats launched in India in May 2017 and has been playing catch up to its Indian rivals ever since. Uber CEO said the company's strategy for Uber Eats is simple. Invest aggressively into countries where we're confident we can be number one. It is just the latest sale for Uber which has sold its businesses in Russia, in China, and Southeast Asia in recent years. Justin, tell me, what is the key learning here? Well, Uber is growing under pressure from investors to figure out a way to become profitable. And as a result, it's expected to cut loose anything that won't help it reach that goal. When the company had its IPO last year, it basically promised investors, looked them in the face and said, we have underperforming areas of our business and we've been struggling against our competition, and we're gonna sell those businesses. It reported a loss of more than $1 billion in the third quarter of 2019. That's a A lot lot of Uber Eats. A lot of Uber Eats. Now, although we can't be sure, in Australia, Uber Eats seems to be doing pretty well. It was only last month that Kim Kardashian was reportedly paid $2 million to star in a viral Kath and Kim-themed Uber Eats ad. Now, Justin, I know you like your coffee. It seems like you don't smile in the morning before you've had your coffee. That's so you'll, you'll like this one. Starbucks is adding more plant-based food and drinks to its menu. And as a result, the share price of a different company that's beyond meat has jumped. Starbucks wants to become more environmentally friendly and is hell-bent on tackling climate change. Over the past year or so, the plant-based food industry has gone bananas, with many big-name food outlets, including Hungry Jack's, McDonald's and Grilled, getting in on the action. Starbucks currently sells sausage sandwiches, chicken wraps, and smoked salmon bagels with cream cheese. Mm. (laughs) But they did not say by when they will start offering the plant-based versions of these. Interestingly though, Beyond Meat's share price rose because they make pea-based sausages and burgers. And I've had them and they are delicious. Now Starbucks is among a growing number of companies rolling out sustainability goals as consumers grow increasingly focused on climate change. Starbucks hopes to cut carbon emissions from its operations and its huge supply chain by 50% in 2030. So what's the key learning here, Brett? Big businesses are now expected to not only do the right thing by shareholders, i.e. maximize profits, but also the right thing by the environment. In just the last two weeks, Microsoft, Amazon, and investor BlackRock have come out and said very similar things to Starbucks. The consumer voice is loud and clear, Brett. Do the right thing by mother nature or we will not buy from you. All right, story three, Kaufland, the biggest supermarket in Australia that you've never heard of, is leaving before it even opens its doors. Hold up, there is a large supermarket chain in Australia that I've never heard of? That's right, and this isn't just a supermarket. They call themselves a hypermarket. That's big. But maybe let's just take a step back. Kaufland is a German company owned by the fifth largest retail company in the universe. And two years ago, they scared the bejesus out of Coles and Woolies when they announced that they were coming down under as a discount retailer. And what type of supermarket are they? 
Well, think classier than Audi, but not as fancy as Coles or Woolies. So they're not quite your Kath and Kim. But not quite the real housewives of Melbourne. Somewhere in between, say, neighbours in Home and Away? Couldn't have said it better myself. But yesterday afternoon, after spending $500 million on building supermarkets and employing over 200 people, Kaufland Global has announced an orderly withdrawal from Australia. That term, it's so German. Say it in German, Brett. (laughs) So what's the key learning? Well, firstly, this is a real blow for the Australian retail economy. Kaufland was tipped to add 2,400 jobs to Victoria alone. But zooming out a little further, Coles, Woolies and Audi, to a lesser extent, will be breathing a big sigh of relief. The big players in Australia had feared Kaufland's arrival as it would lead to even greater price competition. Now, as we know, with more competition and improved offerings in the market, consumers, like you and me, actually have a lot more choice. So, one retailer drives down the price of a product and the other one matches. Those price reductions are passed on to us as consumers. Think about when Audi came to Australia, or even the milk wars and the meat wars over the last few years. We, the consumers, are the beneficiaries. But sadly, with Kaufland not entering the Australian market anymore, we're going to have to rely on Audi to do this dirty work for us. Because we know we can't rely on IGA, Justin. That's true. If you're liking the podcast, make sure to subscribe, rate and review. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.